I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. We are here for another Behind the Curtain episode with a life update. Just kind of sharing with you very unscripted, aka not scripted at all. I've written out like a brief outline, but we're just kind of hanging out. Like we're having coffee, catching up with a friend. What's going on over here? Like as you're listening to this, the day you're listening to this, I'm doing my monthly planning process, which means I'm just going through different areas of my life, evaluating what's working, what's not working, making a plan for the coming month to make it feel more like what I want it to feel like. And I'm going to share a little bit of that with you today. But first, today's Rosebud and Thorn. My rose today is just, I'm feeling extremely grateful for the flexibility in my life right now. This is just a week where I don't have a ton of meetings, so I have flexibility in my schedule, flexibility in my location, like where I can work from, and I'm just feeling really, really grateful for that. My thorn today is I feel like a little bit of analysis paralysis around like what I'm going to do today because I have this flexibility. I feel like I should mix it up and like make it fun. But also I have an office and I kind of like working from there. So I'm currently recording this in my car because I can't decide where to go. I was like, I could work from home, I could work from the office, I could work from a coffee shop this morning, and we're stalling. So we're we're recording this first thing, and then we'll figure it out, because I, I don't know what I'm going to do. My bud for today is I have a very relaxing weekend planned. Well, actually, can you call it relaxing? <laughs> I am planning to deep clean my bathroom closet. I just accumulate things and then don't get rid of the old things and I need to go through it because it is an overflow. There's just a lot going on in there and I really like organizing so I think it'll be fun and I'm going to do a YouTube video about it so if that interests you, if you like those kind of things, you should check me out on YouTube as well. It's Sarah Jane Case over there because that'll be coming out like a, in like a week or so. Let's talk about the seven dimensions of wellness. I don't know if we've done a full episode on this or not. I think we have. Yeah, we definitely have. (laughs) I evaluate my seven dimensions of wellness a lot, but definitely every month, bare minimum. I just look at what's going on, what's working in each area, what's not working, and what's next. So I'm going to run through that with you all today. So first one that we'll talk about is environmental. So for me, environmental wellness, right now what's working is I love my office. I love my co-working space. It's a thrill for me. I'm very, very happy with it. I also took my first kind of real trip last week and I need change. I need new scenery. It is something that like is legitimately necessary for my mental health. (laughs) So with that being said, that has gone really right now. That's a very good thing. Just kind of having that opportunity to mix things up and What's not going well right now is that we need to have a yard sale. We've just got a lot of clutter. We have, I think we've talked about this before, but we have like a pretty small-ish apartment. We have a two-bedroom apartment. We own too much stuff. Like we have like a full extra couch and chair that we need to get rid of. Like it's just a lot. And I mean, we have a storage little space downstairs and that's stuffed and it's driving me nuts. I am not someone who can like, I would like to own 
nothing. Like, you ever see those people, like, on YouTube who are, like, very into, like, minimalism? They have, like, one bed in the middle of the room, and they're like, this is all I own. I don't think I could ever do that. (laughs) I want to be clear. But, like, in my imagination, I'm definitely doing that. And what we're at is, like, far from that. I just... I think it's harder to feel like your home is clean and like nice when it feels cluttered and I am I'm ready to get rid of some clutter which we're taking the first step on that this weekend with the bathroom closet so hooray when it comes to clutter the struggle that I have is that a yard sale and like Facebook marketplace uh, it's just a lot of work a lot of extroverted energy that like I don't really have a ton of right now and yet it feels really weird to just kind of put it into a donation bin especially because I don't know if you know this I'm not a big fan of Goodwill I grew up like pretty poor and we had I had a stepdad who had a drug addiction who would like steal money from us and he would like write bad checks and so My mom, like, even Goodwill, like, wouldn't take her checks because sometimes she would, like, not realize we didn't have any money because he would, like, take it and then she would write a check and it wouldn't clear. And so that happened at Goodwill enough times where now we, like, we couldn't shop at Goodwill anymore. And, like, they literally wouldn't let us buy clothes. And for me, like, isn't that the point? Like, if someone can't afford clothes from, like, goodwill then maybe there's a problem you know and so I don't really want to donate my clothes to like a for-profit organization that isn't giving back but I don't we don't have a ton of good charity shops here so if you know if you're in Asheville and you have like a good sense of like who's doing good work here that we could donate that stuff to and not feel like we're like not making our money back but also at least we're giving it to a good cause please let me know because that might just be what we have to do Okay, so the next one is social. My social cup is so full right now. It's a pretty tiny cup. Like, I don't need a ton of social interaction, if I'm honest. But this past month, I've gone to see my two best friends from college. My other two best friends from college have come up to visit twice. They just adopted a little baby. I got to meet their little baby. I have a good friend in town who I have lunch with almost every week. And I have a dear husband who I like to spend time with. And, like, that's kind of enough for me. And so I feel very satisfied socially. In terms of, like, what's missing, I don't feel, yeah, I don't feel like I'm missing anything socially. I feel very satisfied. Emotionally, I've been in, like, a little bit of a fog (laughs) lately. I think... Chicago kind of broke that fog for me. Like, I felt a lot of freedom, a lot of joy. But I'm kind of just dealing with, like, a deep sadness that kind of comes and goes. And what I'm working on right now is loving myself when I'm sad. But also allowing myself to be happy. Because I think sometimes this sad kind of heaviness that I'm I'm feeling right now it can prevent me from feeling the joy that's actually here out of like, it's almost like a protective mechanism or something. Like I'm guarding myself so much from further disappointment that when things are good, when there's something that should make me happy, that is a joy, either like I'm letting guilt kind of come in, like feeling joy that like our kiddo went back to school. I felt like guilty for that feeling, just like making it too complicated, you know? So kind of my affirmation for the day, especially has been 
love yourself when you're sad, but also let yourself feel joy without fear. So that's where I'm at emotionally, physically. Y'all, okay, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that my lungs, they struggle. We've been having a hard time at this point. So basically, I, I think it's important to just share so that no one sends me like medical DMs guessing what I have going on. Cause we have like a pretty decent idea at this point. I have like lung nodules that are symptomatic. So a lot of times people have like nodules in their lungs and they don't even know, they don't even feel them. Mine are symptomatic. The problem with that is that you have to know what caused the nodule in order to know how to heal it. Now, we do know that mine was caused by pneumonia that followed a sickness, which at this point, we're 90% sure was COVID. It was just before we knew what COVID was when I had it. And so what we're really kind of operating with the understanding at this point that maybe I have long COVID and I'm just having COVID symptoms almost two years later after actually catching COVID. So that being said, I actually have a lot of freedom around this because If we look at it from the perspective that this is long COVID, then that means that I can push myself a little bit more than I felt safe to do before. And so a lot of like my fear around exercise, a lot of my fear around those kind of things, I'm slowly building up my resistance and like my tolerance again. And I am really excited kind of the way I'm doing this because I've had little spurts where my lungs have felt good, you know, here and there. And then it'll, I'll go through like a bad season and it'll kind of dip. And you guys with podcasting five days a week, doing two YouTube videos a week, doing a ton of interviews and things like that. If I can't breathe, like I can't do my job. And so I've really struggled because sometimes I'll kind of push myself. I won't be able to breathe like the next day or two days later. So that's been like an interesting struggle. I say all of that to say, I feel much more confident in the safety of me pushing myself across those boundaries at this point. And so I just have a little Saturday morning exercise date with myself now where I just move my body and any way that feels really fun to me. Maybe I'm jump roping, maybe I'm doing the Peloton, maybe I'm playing a sport. Whatever feels good, I'm just do. And I'm getting to do all of these things that I love to do so much. Like so many of my favorite things, like I love to play tennis, I love to play basketball, I love to trail run. I just think these things bring me so much joy and I haven't gotten to do them in like two years. Like not really. So yeah, I'm just letting myself push out of that comfort zone, push out of that like safety zone. And I'm doing it just once a week. And that gives me a good two days to recover in case it does kind of trigger a flare up for me or something. And I can't, you know, I'm having a hard time breathing. It gives me some time before I have to go back to work. And then eventually when that doesn't trigger, you know, and that I can build on it, you know, if I start to notice that, that feels totally fine. I can add a day and then I can add another day and I'm, yeah. So that is what's going well in that regard. And then what isn't going well, I think in general, like, well, I think also what's going well is I do yoga every morning and that feels really good. I feel like I'm in a really like healthy relationship to food at the moment. I feel very confident in what I eat and how it feels on my body. So like physically, I feel like we're in a good spot. Yeah. I mean, as good of a spot as I can be right now, which feels great. All right, friends, we're going to take a quick break from today's episode to hear from today's podcast sponsor. 
Today's podcast is brought to you by Pros. Here's the thing. There is no one-size-fits-all solution when it comes to your hair care. A product that works wonders for curls might make straight hair limp and greasy. I personally have a very difficult hair type to pin down. Here's the thing. I have curly, frizzy, dry hair, but it's also like very fine and thin and can get kind of oily on the roots, but like stay very dry on the ends. And I've really struggled with finding the right shampoo and conditioner because I've tried co-washes, which tell you, you know, which is like conditioner for curly hair that you use as shampoo that makes my thin hair weighed down and greasy. If anyone needs a personalized shampoo, I feel like it's me. That has been the struggle of my life. So thank you so much to Pros for the personalized routine. I can honestly say that I have never been more in love with my hair and my hair products. Pros makes custom hair care that is effective because it's personal. So using ingredients with proven results, Pros customizes every product in your routine from shampoo all the way to supplements. So first, Pros starts by asking about you as a person with their in-depth consultation. Pros asked me really unexpected things like, how porous is your hair? Like, how quickly does your hair dry? What's your age? How often do you work out? Like, so many interesting things. They even taught me about what my curl pattern is because I just, I didn't know how people figured it out. They had such good instructions that I was like, oh, I now know my curl pattern. From there, pros analyzed your answers and determined what unique blend of ingredients should be in every product for your customized routine. So together, pros got all my hair goals covered. So I went ham. Okay, I got the scalp mask because I have a pretty sensitive scalp and I got the shampoo conditioner, leave-in conditioner, and I got the curl cream and the hair oil. I was like, we're doing the whole thing because here's the thing. You've heard me talk before, like I've used like body oils in my hair because I just cannot find the right products. So we went full out. I got the like herbal, it's like eucalyptus scented, I would say, and it smells so good. I feel like I'm going to a spa. I'm obsessed. Like the first day that I used it, my husband literally was like, your hair looks good today. Like what's different? And I was like, actually... everything is different. But my personal favorite, honestly, is, well, how do you choose? I love the scalp mask because, again, my scalp is super sensitive and it just feels so good to get in there and get, like, all of the dry shampoo out, you know, just get it, like, really nice and clean and fresh. Feel like you're doing something really special. But then to go in with the leave-in conditioner, which is super creamy, it's a spray, but it feels, like, very nourishing. And then I follow it up with the curl cream, which is defrizzing, but it doesn't make my hair feel crunchy so it has like this very nice texture and then I just put some of the hair oil in my hands and scrunch it up so that my curls become a little bit more loose and again it like brings down the fizz and kind of holds in all that moisture. I feel like I finally gave my hair what it always wanted. Now you should know that as a carbon neutral certified B Corp Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty, which we know we love. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. Thank you, Pros. You love an industry leader. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've had. They will take the products back 
no questions asked. And y'all, they package them like they are gifts. You're not going to want to send them back, but like it will be very easy to reuse the boxes they send to you. It is so special. It feels like you've given yourself like a luxurious pair of shoes, but you're getting like hair oil in the mail. Now, Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it, literally. <laughs> Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash egram. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash egram for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Thank you so much, Pros, for supporting the podcast. I couldn't be more thrilled to be partnering with you. Intellectual, I think of as like learning new things, but also in creating things. I think what's going well is we are in the process of working on another book and that feels really exciting. I feel really connected to that. What's not going well is I feel like I'm craving to learn new things, to explore new interests. I intended to take like a Skillshare class every week last month and I just didn't get to. I am reading a ton right now, which makes me really happy. I'm reading around a book a day, sometimes a book every three days, and that's bringing me so much joy. It makes me so happy, but I really want to be taking workshops and classes. I love learning new things. I feel inspired when I learn new things, so I'm kind of craving that level of it. I think I just need to take a Skillshare class because Skillshare, it's just amazing, and I have it. I might as well utilize it. The next one is financial. Things that are going really well are Obi and I started having weekly money meetings where we just talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money and finances. We like literally, I read out to him every single thing that we spent money on from our personal account that we share and then he puts it into the spreadsheet so we're like both aware of every single dime that gets spent we have like a budget for everything but more so it's just kind of like awareness we also have I created a notebook that has like all of our like any kind of debt that we have I have a ton of like so many medical bills that I'm paying off from last year which is really annoying but we have it all like locked and loaded and have like a little graph so I can like color it in as we make payments and all of that's very exciting yeah I feel like we're making like real progress on some things finances have always been the thing that stresses me out the most I get really overwhelmed it's just a stressful thing for me I think anyone else who like grew up poor I feel like we probably have a complicated relationship to money maybe you became really good at money <laughs> I didn't I really struggle like to just even pay attention to it I just I don't know it feels like it takes a significant amount of energy and effort whereas there are people I know who are just like so natural and good at it I don't understand so it's taking a significant amount of attention and effort but it's going well like in terms of like I feel like I'm being really responsible and I love that feeling <laughs> and we have like a good teamwork effort going on that front and what's not going well, I would say, I wouldn't say it's not going well. It's just, uh, I'm struggling with it, <laughs> which is just like, I kind of have this internal glass ceiling of like limited, like, oh, this is how much money I make. And quite frankly, it's like not enough money for me to do the things I need to do. Like I need to be saving for retirement. I need to be, I need to have health insurance. Like I don't have health insurance, 
which like, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a choice that I have made. I could have health insurance. I just prioritize other things, but I definitely am like limiting my ability to make money. I want to be clear. Like, I feel like we're in a very like privileged position in terms of finances, but also I'm definitely like holding myself at a cap. I'm limiting myself. So I'm in the process of trying to break through those limiting beliefs, charge what I'm worth, actually like monetize work that I'm doing that I haven't been monetizing, just a ton of stuff like that, asking for like negotiating contracts and it's hard. <laughs> I feel like I sound really whiny right now, but like it is hard and it's testing everything, right? Like there's so much in it, like worth stuff, poor kid stuff. There's like body image stuff that comes up with money and like worth. And there's even like just fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of letting people down. There's just a lot there. And I, oh God, it's hard. I've done this before. Like where we are at now, I've kind of been at this kind of income bracket for three years and I had to break a ceiling like three years ago to get here to like believe that this was possible. And we're kind of in that phase again and it is hard. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's worthwhile work. And a final dimension of wellness is spiritual. And what's going well is I honestly feel like more connected to my spirituality than I have in a very long time. I have been more like prayerful, more mindful. I've been meditating more. I've been just like journaling around like spirituality and releasing control and letting go. And I feel really connected to the idea that there's something outside of myself that can carry these things for me. And I'm not alone in the world. And yeah, that there's a bigger purpose and a bigger plan and that I can contribute to the greater good. I feel so connected to that. And that feels really special and important and sacred. What's not going well is I miss this sense that I used to have back in the day where like everything felt meaningful and special. Like this morning, thinking about where am I going to go work? I'm kind of in this indecision phase of like, Oh, do I want to go to my office? Do I want to go to the coffee shop? Which one's going to feel good to me? Which one's going to feel best? But years ago, the way that I would do this is I would get in my car and I would be like, where am I supposed to be today? Like, what is going to put me in the path of like the perfect right thing? Like guiding me into my fate and I'm going to run into someone I had to run into and everything felt meaningful and like it was coming together for a purpose and like there was a plan and that's a really good feeling and it means that like if a bird crosses your path you think that bird is here for me me and this bird are having a moment like a dragonfly just kind of hovered in front of my windshield and I thought in the times where like everything felt meaningful that would have felt like a really significant moment to me and I want to tap back into that energy I think that's nice energy and I think it's harmless and fun and it just connects me to, to the magic of every moment in a way that I don't feel right now. So I want to feel that again. I think that's kind of what's next. Some 
work and life updates, we are officially starting a newsletter, which I feel very excited about. If you have been here a minute, you've probably heard, I used to have an online community called Club Enneagram, and I was doing that online community, and I was doing Brave Collective, and I was doing the summit. I was doing too much, and I really knew that I needed to have just one online community. So I funneled it all into Brave Collective. All of my energy goes to Brave Collective now, but I still own clubenneagram.com, and so we're going to make that the newsletter. is just clubenneagram.com, and the newsletter will be called Club Enneagram, and it'll just be a place for me to share with you okay, here are the five podcast episodes that came up this week. Here's the most popular Instagram post that went up. But also here are some like thoughts that only get put into the newsletter, some workshops that are coming. If you're interested in taking some Enneagram workshops or looking for Enneagram information, I can kind of have that information for you there. I can do book lists. It's also a place where I get to expand in written word on some of the ideas that I might present on Instagram. Like if I give you a book list on Instagram, in the newsletter, I can expand on why I picked that book for every type. And so it's just a way for me to connect with you all deeper. And I'm really excited about it. By now, you can definitely sign up. It's at clubenneagram.com and you can join the club. It's totally free and it's just a way for us to hang out. Next is I am looking for a manager for Instagram. As we talked about my glass ceiling, I do not monetize my Instagram account. I've done a few sponsored posts, but like hardly ever. It's kind of poor kid stuff. Just like fear that if I get paid for the work that I'm doing, the significant amount of work that I'm doing that like people won't like me anymore or something. I don't know. But like I definitely should be getting paid to do the work that I'm doing. So I'm committing to the process. I'm going to be an influencer. <laughs> I feel weird even saying it. You know, we'll do it well. We've done it before. It's It's gone really well. Some of my more popular posts have been sponsored posts. But if you know of someone who manages Instagram accounts, I am looking for a manager and I am putting the official call out. I would love to hear from you. If you do that or if you know someone who does that. The third update I've already... I already spilled this a million years ago, but I am officially doing a second book. It's officially going to be a poetry book, writing to different Enneagram types. The contract is still in negotiations, but it's happening. So very excited about that. And one of the other things I do every month is I think about core desired feelings. This is something that I got from Danielle Laporte. And it's something that I talked to Enneagram 3s specifically about, just about setting goals based off of how you want to feel, not what you want to achieve, so that you can prioritize life satisfaction over achievement. And that being said, the goals that I have set for myself, the core desired feelings for myself this month are joyful, driven, and brave. And ironically, that's how I would describe myself typically, like two years ago. Like these would be the top three adjectives I would use to describe myself. Very brave, very driven, very joyful. 2020 flipped me upside down as it did all of us. And these are the things that I'm craving to feel. Like I feel like I'm having a hard time accessing these things that come very innately to me normally. So I'm pushing myself right now to be brave in this like whole financial glass ceiling situation in letting myself become more of an influencer and like take on that role, negotiating contracts with people, asking to be paid for the work that I'm doing, saying no to more things that don't pay me. Ugh, it's so hard. And 
I am, you know, focusing on being driven, meaning like I want to be connected to my purpose, connected to like, why am I doing everything that I'm doing every single day and really step into every day with intention and with purpose and joyful, meaning I want to allow the joy that's here instead of mitigating my joy out of guilt or fear or shame or any of those things, just kind of letting this joy that I have be buoy me up every day and and don't not kind of pushing it down and minimizing it and my food for thought right now is simply feel the joy if there is something that makes you happy if there is something that is innocent but is bringing you joy right now i want you to join me in loving yourself when you're sad but also not limiting your access to joy out of fear. Okay, friends, I hope this was fun. Thanks for catching up with me. I'm gonna try and do something like this every month, just kind of give little updates on where we're at and how things are going. And I will see you on Monday with the next episode.